Hello and welcome back. Yesterday's show was quite a roller coaster. It's what I'm calling the Schadenfreude episode. I hope you liked it. Schadenfreude, of course, is deriving pleasure from another person's pain or misfortune, and I hope you enjoyed every bit of mine. That's what I'm here for. You know, when it comes to my favorite show, I haven't talked about The Real Housewives of Atlanta in a while. Their season just ended. Now they're going through the reunions where they've actually watched the show, and they're just getting cattier than ever. That's right. Pouring tea and throwing shade is what they say. And what they mean by that is gossiping and, I guess, shaming each other. But I like to think that shade might be short for schadenfreude, because that's really what these women are doing and what everyone in reality TV is doing, and that's deriving pleasure from other people's pain. Life is sadness. I'm just here to laugh while it all goes by, and I hope you are too, as we get ready to talk about suits, social media, and the sky. Here we go, looking up to another episode of Joshin' Around. Last night I sat on my back porch gazing up at the western sky when I noticed a star staring back at me. Curious, I pulled out my phone, opened the Sky Guide app, and held it up to this celestial body, only to find that it wasn't a star, but instead the planet Venus. Now, I took an astronomy class in college, yet it took an app on my phone to teach me that that was the planet Venus. Shame on me, because I'm sure that planet's hung in the same spot since before I was born. Yet, I was oblivious to it because these days... I simply have too much light to look at. I need to be more aware, though, because, quite honestly, I'm the visitor here in the galaxy, not Venus. In 10 years of smartphone ownership, the Sky Guide app is the only app I've ever actually paid money for. Now, I take that back, because I did buy Super Mario Run. I've got a soft spot for Nintendo. However, an astronomy app is a must-have for everyone. If you don't have, download, get, open, and things will start looking up, I promise. If you're not going to do that, hey, here's some advice. Look up anyways. Day or night, there's always something amazing happening in the sky. Pro tip, though, keep your mouth closed, because you never know. One problem with looking up, though, well, that's the sun. Get a big eyeful of the sun, and you might suddenly feel like you're being punished for raiding arcs. Mankind has been taught about the power of the sun through the solar mythos from the very beginning. Every culture has a solar deity, from Sol to Helios, other sun gods from Ra to President Trump, always portrayed with a perceived power and strength. And it's true, the sun is very strong. We need it to live, but it can easily scorch our earth and burn our skin. And that's why over time, mankind has gone from wearing simple loincloths to now parading around with parasols, wearing shirt sleeves, or even slathering on some Siansky sunscreen. You know who doesn't have a problem with the sun? The crowd at a baseball game in the 1920s. Have you seen the pictures of these people? 17,000 men packed in a stadium wearing wide-brim hats and three-piece suits. And you know, that was just the style of the times. Even a janitor would go to work back then wearing a suit. That's what you did. Just like today, you might see a realtor in cargo shorts and flip-flops or a stockbroker in chinos with his collar popped. Unlike the movement of the heavens, styles are always changing. I knew fashion was shifting from a conservative button-down approach to a more casual feel the moment the men's warehouse guy stopped guaranteeing how I look. And I'm all for it. In fact, I don't even watch the show suits anymore. No, the USA Network show for me is Claws. Of course, I'd give it all up to start watching Franklin and Bash again. 
I logged on to Facebook today, and all my friends were there. It was like we were having a party, but the mood wasn't quite right. And that's when I realized that we were having a social media intervention for me. They went on to tell me that I'm terrible at social media, that I'm over-promoting the show. Everybody knows they just don't want to listen, and I need to let it go. I'm told my hashtag game is weak. I should just start using the star sign instead, save us all the agony. And they also said that I'm not posting near enough pictures of sunsets, pets, or food. And with that, I need to get better. I'm told when I post about my kids, it's either got to be cuter or more cynical. There's no in-between online. On Instagram, I'm posting too many words. And on Twitter, no one cares, so I should just quit. Over on Vero, though, everybody loves me. Which brings me to this last piece of advice. Always be wary of any club that will have me as a member. I must be very confident today because I've typed the word guaranteeing several times. One of those times, autocorrect changed it to giant Ewing, and I was kind of okay with that. Orlando is the closest city to me, and I try to drive over there each year to see the Orlando Magic play basketball. There's a team museum inside the arena, and one of the items on display there is Shaquille O'Neal's shoe. It's huge. I try to check it out every time I'm there because I just can't believe how big it is. And I'm sure I'd say the same thing if they had his jockstrap on display too. Which gets me wondering, at Dollywood, the theme park devoted to Dolly Parton, do they have a bunch of memorabilia on hand devoted to her boobs? Because that's got to be the theming of the whole place, right? There's a roller coaster with two big double loops that you go through. There's some raging rapids where you get the whole family into two huge inner tubes. That's actually called the islands in the stream. Now, I don't want to sound like that bitch Jolene because... Dolly's got a beautiful voice, but there's no other country singer that has an entire theme park devoted just to her. So it's got to be about her breasts, right? Or is it just Knott's Berry Farm with country music? Because I'll accept that too. There's a boat store in my town that lets you sell back your old boat and buy a new boat. It's called Boaters Exchange. And everything about that is fine until they went to get a website called BoatersExchange.com. And the next thing you know, you've got people calling up asking about transatlantic cruises. Looking again to the heavens, SpaceX is launching a rocket tonight that's carrying the Transiting Exoplanet Survey Satellite, or TESS. And TESS has an interesting mission in the fact that its space telescope will spend two years observing 200,000 of the brightest stars in the sky. Most of these stars are our neighbors, no more than 300 light years away. Mission scientists hope to spot 500 Earth-sized planets and perhaps 20,000 new worlds in total. A bunch of nerdy stuff will happen from there with the hope of finding water, methane, or other key molecules. And then Maybe we've just found new life in the universe, and I hope we do, because then I'll have new people to target my social media presence to. Looking like a crackhead high on cocaine, got a beer budget, but I like the taste of champagne. Did y'all have a senior citizen in the neighborhood, now or growing up, that would peer through a slit in closed blinds at anything going on outside like they were the head of the neighborhood watch? Yeah, that's why it's fitting that we've dubbed this Planetary Peering Telescope an acronym that doubles as an old lady's name. And that way, when folks on other planets look up and say, hey, what is that staring down at us up there? They can reassure each other by saying, oh, that's just Tess. Don't mind her. She's harmless. The overdressed elderly aren't to blame, though. They're just trying to do what they feel is best. However, they haven't kept up with the design of the times. As we said before, styles do change. Those baseball fans in business suits 
were the epitome of fashion in the Roaring Twenties. The business suit, also referred to as the lounge suit when it's not so somber in color and style, actually began in the late 18th century as a casual alternative to replace frock and morning coats of the Victorian era. As the Industrial Revolution came about, the rules of clothing began to get loosened, no pun intended, and the business suit was born. Let this give you confidence as we grow ever more casual to remove the sleeves from your suit coat entirely. For years, anytime my old high school friends or weekend acquaintances saw me in a business suit, they'd always ask, did you just come from court? Um, no, I dress like this for work. Now, I, I would feel really bad about that, but every time I've been at court wearing a suit, some scumbag always comes up to me and says, hey, you're an attorney, right? While that's not true, I do know my rights and one of them is to remain silent, so that's what I'll do. But not before we surveyed satellites seeking exoplanets, learned about the evolution of menswear, and found out where not to go to transform from starboard to port. Remember to always look up. Ours is a fascinating neighborhood to be watching. As for the intervention, I'll keep you posted. While I tailor another episode you're sure to love, I guarantee it. The next time we hashtag, or should I say, star joshing around.